by the power of Master's Cast. You are listening to Master's Cast. <laughs> This is Masters Cast, the first He-Man and She-Ra podcast, episode number 57 for Sunday, July 19th, 2015. Thanks for downloading our little podcast. I'm John Callis, also known as The Shadow. I'm Katie Carty Hiley, also known as Rainbow Bright. I am Martin Penny, also known as Wacky Martin. I am Leanne Hanna, also known as Stratosmacker. And I'm Josh Delancourt, also known as Lioncourt. Look at that, a full house. Woo! It's been Ooh, a while. It's about time. <laughs> it's, it has been... A couple weeks, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, just yeah. a couple weeks. Just a couple it weeks. It feels only like a couple days, but... <laughs> well, when, when on Eternia, you know. I don't think anyone noticed. Time is an illusion. No. Lunchtime, doubly so. I would like to thank every person that has sent me a message on hemen.org, a uh, tweet, um, or a Facebook message. Um, asking us when we were going to record another episode, and I would always say soon. <laughs> um, but uh, we got a lot of uh, uh, tweets and things uh, around uh, San Diego Comic Con, um, so that pushed us, gave us that motivation that we needed. Awesome! So keep it up, guys. If you want more, just tell us. Yes, or be like mm, that episode that you came back with is kind of subpar. Here's how you would improve it in the future. Always looking for creative critic or not creative. What is the word? Constructive. Constructive. I like but, creative but better. Creative criti- criticism too. I mean, that might be more fun. Absolutely. Yeah. I really feel that it'd be more. I will fun. criticize you with my fan art. <laughs> <laughs> Write a comic strip That's about it. how horrible we are. That'd be great. I think muscle-bound buffoon would be creative criticism, probably. <laughs> Skeletor style. Yes, and you know, it, it fits. It fits with the fandom and the mythos. Um, uh, so I, I think it really was like San Diego Comic-Con that like, you know, reignited the fire here because we were getting so much uh, stuff. And myself, um, Josh, and yes. yeah. Yeah, we were the only two at San Diego. Yes. yes. Even though I was about 20 feet away from you, we never actually spoke. I <laughs> uh, know. It was kind of crazy. But, Seriously? Uh, it, well, Josh's dad came over because I, tell- I was texting them as to where I was in line mm-hmm. and um, for the, um, the Mattel panel. And I spoke with Josh's dad. And then we went to a Mattel thing on Thursday night. And Josh, I had a dinner thing to go to first. So I was at the dinner. Josh was at the Mattel party thing. And then I was like, I'm, you know, my food hasn't even arrived yet. I don't know when I'm going to get to the Mattel thing. So I didn't get to the Mattel thing till late. And Josh had already left. I you literally got there or like maybe five minutes after we had uh, left. Because when you when you texted asking, hey, I don't see you. Yeah, because I was we like, we had uh, yeah, we had only been gone for maybe 
five minutes or so at that point. So see so it figures. Figures. Blast. It's like you're in the same city, same event, <laughs> and you don't cross paths. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. I've I've seen you. I think twice, once or twice since we the last time we did the show. So. Oh, yes. Yes. Now that you're a Pennsylvanian. Yes. Uh, so that's 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 true. Uh, and I've seen Leanne too. I haven't flown over to see Martin, but it's a little more expensive. <laughs> you never come round. I know. Well, I'm I'm saving up those you know airline miles on the credit card <laughs> one day. <laughs> yeah, I need to fly like that first class, like um, Virgin Airlines. That thing is pimped out uh, over to overseas. That, that I need to fly in style. I feel. Uh, well, if you want to pay for me to come over and see you, I'd be more than happy to accept your money. But see, I feel like Martin would have, you know, the ambitions to come over to yield United States, given that PowerCon is returning in 2016. <laughs> Game, checkmate, match, whatever. <laughs> Checkers. Checkers. <laughs> That's how you play. <laughs> I really don't remember how to play checkers, but I digress. PowerCon is returning in 2016, and it's going to be in Los Angeles, so that might be a long flight uh, for Martin, but... <laughs> <laughs> totally worth I, it. I'm going to try. I don't know if I can get to PowerCon next year, but at least there's a fighting chance for me this time because well, I I always yeah. go to Comic-Con every year. And you haven't gone to PowerCon yet, right, Josh? I have not, and I've <gasps> desperately wanted to, but the timing has always been terrible. But with this, I always go to, to San Diego Comic-Con every year. I'm usually in California for around a month, uh, maybe on the outside six weeks, uh, doing stuff there, visiting family, all that sort of thing. So if the timing works out, I might be able to get both of them in on the Sweet. next trip. So well, it we is, will see. It's going to be June 4th and 5th. Um, and I feel like Comic-Con was a little earlier this year than it, it was. It was a lot earlier right? this it year. It was a lot earlier. Yeah. Okay, because I had a conference to go through for work, and then like the next week was San Diego. Uh, so it was almost like back-to-back. So I was uh, surprised. But um, it's going to be an interesting convention year next year because – as of current, my plan will be PowerCon in June, San Diego Comic-Con in July, and then Power Morphicon in August. <laughs> what? Power? That's got to be Power Rangers. That's Power Rangers. Heck yeah. Power Morphicon? Did yes. I hear that correctly? Yes. That's a good name. See. <laughs> It's an interesting one. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's not only is that three conventions in three months, but it, there are three that are located in the state of California, which is all the way across the United States. Wow. Where I'll I am. just stay in California for three months. Yeah. <laughs> if only I could work from home remotely. I'll have to talk to my uh, to the management at work. Maybe I can swing that. huh? <laughs> Spend three months in California. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, guys, I really need to stay in California for three months. Because reasons. Yeah, I just need an internet <laughs> connection. You can forward my phone calls. I can do virtual meetings. There you go. There you You've go. got it all worked out. Um, but I am really excited about PowerCon. And uh, as I think everyone knows, I'm on staff at PowerCon. And we will have more information soon. Um, there's going to be three exclusives to PowerCon uh, this year. And we've never had an actual PowerCon exclusive before. We've had the traveling Masters Universe Classics exclusive um, in previous years, uh, but this year we will have 
not one, not two, but three uh, exclusives. We're going to have the green colored Grand Amir from the mini, co- mini comics, uh, the red beast man from the mini comics and camo Cobra Khan, uh, which is a, a fan favorite. And I know people get very opinionated over conventions um, having an exclusive. Um, let, I, let's just say that Mattel had no plans to make these three. Um, it's PowerCon going to Mattel uh, uh, for these to get made. and um, But that doesn't mean we're not working on solutions uh, that might be available uh, for people that cannot attend the convention necessarily. So keep an open mind until we announce all of the information and ticket sales. And that's my PR speech. (laughs) (laughs) Please visit. There's been exclusives for years at San Diego, so this really isn't anything new. Yeah, and uh, to to put it in a similar aspect, both G.I. Joe and Transformers have their own conventions and they have convention exclusives um, from Hasbro. Uh, So this is really not that much of a stretch that the He-Man convention would try to follow a similar uh, successful model that uh, yeah. those conventions have uh, done. And maybe it would allow us eventually to travel around because I know a lot of people still want PowerCon to not just be in Los Angeles. Um, if it right. could be by my house next year, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I mean, I, I can accommodate like three people. <laughs> Free room. I call it. I call to and we're like oh man Martin snores (laughs) how dare you (laughs) coming to my home (laughs) and judging your sleeping patterns (laughs) you've got some nerve Callis uh oh he used the last name he he means business (laughs) he upped that a notch (laughs) Please visit www.the-powercon.com for more information. All right, I'm done plugging PowerCon, so we can move on. (laughs) Um, But anyway, I hope everyone comes to PowerCon. And if you do, say hi to me. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Katie, you usually go to PowerCon. Leanne's gone in the past, too. So Yeah, I've been to two. And maybe I'll only be there this time. I hope you can, Josh. That would be amazing. Yeah, it would be awesome. I really, I really want to go. So if I can work it out, I will do it. Well, yeah, because like, oh, Josh, you haven't like Katie and Josh haven't seen each other in person since like what, like San Diego 2006 or something? Yes, it's been been nine years. It's been way too long. It's been way too long. I haven't seen Leanne in a while either. Yeah, it's been a while. So, yeah, hopefully next year we can put that right. I haven't seen. We do a a live <laughs> master's <laughs> cast. Martin's Poor like, Martin. I haven't seen yeah. anyone <laughs> ever. <laughs> we should do if we, if that happens, we should try to do a a live master's cast with all of us in yes. one room. That'd be cool. Ooh. Agreed. Have to be on our best behavior. <laughs> you'd you'd see me making like faces at some of the stuff you say. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, video uh, I cast nice. as well. I, that's true. Josh wouldn't actually see, so that's cool because I disagree with him the most, really. So, yep. <laughs> He'd just be sticking his tongue out at you the whole time, yeah, putting 20 like, ears uh, on you. You have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would know, though, because Katie would be laughing and yes. that would be <laughs> off true. to what's happening. 
Ah, uh, <laughs> whoops, I just hit my microphone. See, we're a bit out of practice here. <laughs> I forgot I'm not supposed to hit the microphone. Um, yeah, so like San Diego, that happened. I would have to say that I would I loved that Mattel, even though the, the He-Man portion of their booth um was dwarfed by like Monster High. Um Seriously? Yeah. But they had like cutouts of filmation He-Man, Shira, Orko, Beastman. Like I love that they were giving props to um filmation, which I still feel is like your most kind of recognizable version of like a he-man and she-ra so i thought Mm -hmm. that would help call attention to that side of the booth so i thought that was a a pretty wise um move yeah that setup was gorgeous when you started posting pictures Mm -hmm. i was like what to be there yeah they did a really good job no big statues this time but that's okay yeah i can understand although they kept reusing that he-man statue and putting different clothes on it anyway oh i never noticed that (laughs) it's like oh this year it's you know prince adam or whatever next year it's hero same like you know they had i I think that was smart though i think they were using you know the same uh body and then just like you know putting the new armor and and things like that on it so that was and i i think though you know that aside they they chose to spend their their money or whatever uh for the master stuff uh, a lot more wisely this year right because we got all kinds of merchandise to buy this year at Comic Con. Mm-hmm. You know the uh, you know the panel was great. They uh, they basically ran it out that the Super Seven comic book store that's down the street from there and turned it into uh, Skeletor's Lair, which I'm sure we're going to be talking about in a minute. Which was basically full of nothing but Masters merchandise. So, um, well, yeah. It, why, why don't we talk about that? Uh, we had to get a Skeletor token from the Mattel booth, and bless the heart of the Mattel lady that dared ask me, well, why do you need a coin? Um, <laughs> and to which I went on some like rant about like, cause I need the power and honor like flowing through my veins or something. <laughs> I, I this, like, speech. And then she was like, oh, he's one of the crazy ones. I better give him a coin. <laughs> and then no special treatment. I waited in line for like almost three hours on Wednesday night to get in the store. It was... Um, wow. Yeah, I uh, myself, Pixel Dan, um, Daniel Benedict, who, who created Castle Grayskull Man. Um, we were all in line with our Skeletokens. And, like, you know, we went and ate dinner first. And then we moseyed on over to the store because it, it was opening at 9 or something like that. And there was already a line almost down the block. Jeez. And it yeah, moved when slowly, I, when yeah. I- when I went on Thursday afternoon, I didn't get to go into Skeletor's Lair until Thursday afternoon. Uh, so the con had already been going on for quite a while by then. I think it was about three or four in the afternoon. By the time I got down there, I still had to wait in line for about an hour to get in. So. Nice. That, that's good. Though. I mean, like it was a very small store, so they were only allowed to allow so many people in at a time. Yeah. Uh, but just like the popularity i thought it was pretty pretty cool with the whole like you had to have a coin to get in and i yeah, made sure i got two coins in case they took it back yeah i was gonna ask you did you get to keep the coin yes you got to keep the coin yes. oh lucky that's super cool um but uh i don't know about josh but i bought the the set of the he-man muscle figures um, in the flesh color, because they looked like the old muscle figures from the 80s. Mm-hmm. And um, I bought the Moss Man Chia Pet. Oh, that <laughs> is amazing. 
I uh, I also got the uh, the flush colored uh, mo tussles or whatever you're supposed to say that I, I have uh, they're the entire set in flesh and then I've got uh, He Man Teelan Man at Arms and Black as well so they had those in different colors. Uh, I got the uh, prototypes, the early '80s prototypes that the uh, the Star Wars sculptor guy from Hasbro, or I guess Kenner at the time, uh, did for Masters back in the day, and that is a phenomenal set. I was really surprised how cool that set really? was. Really, it looked kind of gimmicky to me. No, it's really cool. It's really cool. They've all got their weapons, and uh, I I thought it was really cool. So, and it comes in the box. Uh, like the prototypes were shipped to Mattelan with the postmark from 1980 on the box and everything. So <laughs> it's it, they're very very cool. See, it's got a, a little pamphlet on the inside that's like a almost like a little invoice um, explaining what's in the box, like they would have had back then, and and all that. So I thought it was really really cool. And of course, the classics exclusive was uh, Twist, Twistoid and Rotar. I got those, and uh, they had a lot of stuff. A lot, a lot of stuff. You I did not get the cheap it. I so. was surprised at how much stuff that they have. Yeah, me too. It's just like all it was of a sudden there was just like this blast of like human stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, I got the um, bless Mattel's heart for putting up with us. There was a group <laughs> of us standing around. Um, what what was the um, Mega Blocks uh, Castle Grayskull display? But it was it was covered up, and we were just talking He Man, and it was I want to say it was me, Danielle, Phil, maybe Paul. Um, I'm sorry if I'm saying the wrong names that were with me, um, but at, at the end of the day, the the Mattel guy came over and was like, I can tell you guys are like real fans, and he brought us out the He Man foam swords like the foam fingers oh, sweet and, and gave us those uh, for free. uh so i was like i love free promotional items uh because <laughs> they were they were really strict about the promotional items at the booth this time there was a um a mo tussle skeletor that was purple and a, a stink or um air d freshener yeah, don't open that. Anyone who got that, can I, can I tell a story about the? Let me tell a story about the air freshener. So uh, we, uh, my dad and I, my dad's my guide through Comic Con, and we had gone to the Mattel uh, booth, and uh, they had given us three of them for some reason. I'm not sure why um, of the air fresheners. So uh, we're uh, we're trying to kill time on a Thursday evening before we've got uh, another place to be that night. And we went into a, uh, the IHOP that's down there by the convention center. And we're going to eat something and kind of just try to kill the next two hours. So we're sitting there at a table in the IHOP and my dad decides, hey, I wonder what this smells like. And my dad <laughs> likes my dad likes uh, patchouli. So he's thinking it's going to smell like that in the figure and, you know, that's he's going to enjoy that and maybe hang it in his car or whatever. He opens it. It is the worst smelling thing <laughs> I have ever smelled ever. It, it literally <laughs> smells like roadkill. Man, we are sitting in a restaurant with this open air freshener that is just horrendously terrible, right? So he... Uh, 
he's not sure what to do with it at this point, right? Because <laughs> we're trying to have a meal. So he eventually uh, gets up and takes it and throws it away in the trash can in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and I take as he's doing as he's doing that. I text Shadow and I say, "Hey, FYI, don't open the stink or air freshener ever." So, and I have uh, not. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to. It is unbelievably terrible. So, well, I'm so surprised crazy. you got three. They were so strict because I like waited through like a crowd of people to grab it and Skeletor out of the thing. And I was grabbing one for Danielle as well, because she was with me. And they were like, one only, like yelling at me. And I'm like, it's for someone else. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I um, I actually got three of the stickers and two of the uh, little muscle skeletor purple guys. So. Well, aren't we special? You got lucky. But only one, only one skeletokin. You got two of those. I do have so. two. I might have another one somewhere. I mean... It depends, because I couldn't ask the same people for Skeletokens. So it's like, if you went to the Super 7 booth, that was better because they didn't, like, know the, you know, rabid He-Man fans by their faces yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the, the first person that we asked about the coin at the Mattel booth had no idea what we were talking about either. So um, yeah, I, it, I had to go back the second time to, to try to get one. There were, like, two people that were, like, in charge of the He-Man area that were standing there most of the time. I think they were the only two people that had the, the coin. So the other ones might have been on a monster high. Hmm. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Should we talk about reveals? Sure. I'm up for any type of conversation. Well, <laughs> <laughs> lots of reveals this year because no more uh, unveiling a couple of figures and then expecting everyone to subscribe for a year, which I think is is a good smart move. Finally. So everyone knows what they're getting. The word you're uh, looking for is transparency. Transparency. <laughs> that was said at the panel uh, probably three dozen times. Um, <laughs> Yes, it was it was crazy Um, today. This year was very much. It felt like a hey, we know that, you know, we haven't always handled things the best. So this is we're 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 making amends and we're listening to you guys and we're going to change how we do pretty much everything. And that's essentially what we got out of it. So so there's two subs, two figure subs for next year. Uh, One is called Collector's Choice. And you can go get that sub right now until August 10th. And uh this is odd this selection. I am assuming they did this based on the um, on the voting that the fans did on the various fan sites uh, a year or two ago. Um, not I, I. I am excited about about half of them. The other ones I'm sure will be cool. But uh, Shadow, I think you have the list if you want to run down it because I cannot remember all of the figures off. Why yes, Josh, I, I do. Uh, excellent. <laughs> I, I will say I'm excited about Lord Mask. He's one. Horde You're Wraith. interrupting my list. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can do it all in a second. Lord, Horde Wraith is cool. And uh, Despara I'm excited about. And uh, that's the ones I remember offhand being excited about. But go ahead. Dear, so the, the reason to get the subscription is they've lowered the price of the figures if you're in the subscription. So it's like $24, I think, uh, a figure if you're in the subscription, but 27 for day of sale um, purchasers that's a word um but uh so yay i subscribed uh actually yesterday morning i think i put my subscription in so plus one 
uh, from John. But uh, I also subscribed yesterday. Morning. Oh, oh, Martin. There you go. I feel we have some other slackers on the call. <laughs> Darn tootin'. I, I'm, I'm hey, waiting for I, you, sir, to help I, me out with my subs. So. I'm interested in one of the subs, and it, it's not the uh, collector's <laughs> choice. <laughs> exactly. I'm with Leanne. Have no interest in the collector's choice. We'll be on to the other subs shortly. Yes. <laughs> but... For the collector's choice, uh, January is Lord Mask. That's from Filmation He-Man. Um, uh, th- remember, these are every other month because the other sub is the other months. Um, then March is Voltak from the She-Ra cartoon. Uh, May is Darius from New Adventures of He-Man. Um, May is also Night Stalker, um, the vehicle horse thing and uh corn boy did say and i'm not sure if he was joking or not uh at the panel he was like no we are not doing stridor so i, I take that with what you will um yeah i couldn't I, quite t- I took that, that as either. sarcastic i i thought yeah. so but like you know because like they never rule anything out really at the end of the day but uh it for the most part uh if it's on their radar um June is the the subscription only figure, which is Despara, which is basically like a Force Captain Adora from the uh, mini comics from the DC comic book series of current. Um, <clears throat> July is Krita from New Whoop. Adventures, <laughs> <laughs> and she's in her. I'm to specify, she's in her first outfit, not the second outfit. She's in like the witch outfit, which is, I believe, what everyone wanted. Um, <laughs> September. <laughs> Something I always put a first place on the polls. That's General Sunder from the Ooh. She-Ra cartoon. <laughs> and November, your Shadow Weaver ripoff from Mike Young Productions, Horde Wraith. <laughs> 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 so, um, you know, maybe it's Shadow Weaver's future husband. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Lord Mask, Voltak, Darius, Night Stalker, Despara, Krita, General Sunder, and Horde Wraith. It's, it's 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 a pretty good uh, pretty good list there. The second sub, which is the one that wait, I wait, think wait. Uh, I think we need to hear more about Martin's whoops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was very whooped by this list. Indeed, <laughs> overwhelming I whoopage. Um, I I have to say I did not subscribe to the past year um, due to a combination of things. <laughs> Uh, just having a bit less money. Um, I was moving out. My situation had changed. Couldn't really afford all this customs malarkey that they were charging me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not just me. <laughs> you know, because we had The customs seemed to go up a lot in the past two years. So I was oh. paying, like, the price. Basically, I was paying the price of an extra figure for just for the customs alone. So Jeez. it was getting a bit... It was... A, a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. um, so I was just like, uh, I'm not that keen on a lot of the stuff this year anyway, so I'll wait. <laughs> um, but after I saw all these reveals, they were pretty much all characters that I not only sort of knew well, but that I was really excited for and that I'd been hoping for them to do for quite a while anyway. Uh, especially Critter, who I've been waiting for for like 20 years. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, and it was... I was just really impressed with the way they did the critter figure, um, who I didn't think we would ever get. Cause they, we, do, we don't get we get some new adventure stuff, but we don't get a lot of new adventure stuff, and particularly the cartoon only characters. They very rarely we've gotten like one so far, um, as of next month, I believe. Um, so to see them go back and do her, I was just very excited, and they did it perfectly. 
awesome. Yeah, it's a full quarter of the of that sub is new adventures, which is a pretty high percentage, really. Mm. Right? Because there's eight items, I think, and two of them are new adventures. So. I very much doubted we would ever get Darius either because he lost the the fan choice vote. Uh, he lost out to Mara, so I assumed that meant we wouldn't get him. So when I saw him as well, I was like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was very happy. Maybe they didn't want to do two females, I don't know. Hmm. I, know a lot of I do have... hope that they continue this trend for the following year, with the because the, then maybe we've got a shot at finally getting Hawk, which is probably top of my list of media characters. I at this hear point. that. I'm right there with you. Cool, cool. All right. <laughs> second second sub is not not specifically part of Masters of the Universe Classics, but uh, it's under a new banner, but it's uh, figures that are compatible with the Classics line. It is called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, and it is Filmation-based re-releases of the classic uh, characters. <laughs> I'm a little bit happy about these. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I have been out whooped. <laughs> <laughs> so my bar. my only my only complaint here. I have only one very very small complaint. I'm very very excited about this line as well. Uh, my only complaint is I really wish they had just uh, if we we're gonna have these as two separate subs, just have them come out in the same months so that they would combine shipping. I don't know if there'll be an option for that or something at some point, but I would rather get two figures every other month and save on shipping than than do it this way since it's since they are two separate subs, but um that's a very yeah, small right. That would have been cool. Done, but we pay like eleven dollars or something for shipping on like one figure. Yeah, it's it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty kind cool. of ridiculous. So, um, so that I do wish that they had done, but otherwise I can't complain too much. And I believe Shadow has this list of characters as well. Why, yes, Josh, I do. Um, the Filmation figures, which will be every other month starting in February, uh, will be Filmation versions of He-Man, Trapjaw, Evelyn, Beastman, uh, Evil Seed and Skeletor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it will start with what they call He-Man 2.0 um, in uh, February of 2016, which I'm ecstatic about these because I know people have complained that they look a little too simplistic, but, uh, well, they're supposed to look like the cartoon. They're supposed to. And this way, and I mean, this is no offense to pop culture shock, but they have those filmation statues that they're releasing that are a little pricey. <laughs> yeah. um, so to me, this will be like little filmation statues, and I will be so happy. Yes! I completely agree. Mm. And did I just miss something, or have they not revealed the Evil Lynn yet? Yeah, they didn't show Evil Lynn. There was like a picture of Evil Lynn. I'm not like, sure I've even seen that. I but, don't think okay. they, no, they, just a picture of her from the cartoon in the slideshow. Oh, oh. I, I don't think they showed like an actual uh, uh, evil in. But this evil seed, you know, looks like the evil oh, God, seed from yes. Filmation with like the artichoke head. Yes, um, he's amazing. Yeah. So like I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. They made evil seed with the artichoke head. Yeah, like, um, and I, I hope again. I hope they continue this for subsequent years because there's a lot of uh, filmation characters, filmation only characters that I still um, would like to get. So, 
Oh, an evil seed is the subscription only uh, figure. But go ahead, Leanne. Um, while the panel was going on, like John was texting me, and he started texting me pictures, and like I was following Pixel Dan on Twitter and some people on Facebook, and I was at work, and I'm like trying my hardest not to like squeal. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. It, it just it looks great. Like the the figures, the pictures they showed just looked awesome. I'm so yes. excited. Same here. Finally, they made a subscription other than the POP one that you and I like. <laughs> dun dun dun. Yeah, I got that one. Any- yeah, I think that's the last one that you and I got. I believe. I think so. Yeah. Well, they also and that- showed off. Or are you going to say something more about Filmation? Sorry. Uh, I was just going to say that particular sub is not yet uh, available for uh, to subscribe to, and they have not announced when that subscription will be available. So uh, you can get the collector's choice now, but uh, we're still waiting on dates for the Filmation sub. So and I wonder like, if they'll do it. Uh, I think the, the, the uh, collector's choice ends on, what, like August 10th? Um, yes. So maybe they'll do it like the week after that or something like maybe they're trying to space it out so that you're not charged as much on the same credit card statement i don't know yeah yeah, it's, yeah i don't know why but it's that's what that's what they're doing so i was what i was uh, gonna lead up to was um a certain mountain that they showed uh well i was going to rewind uh, before we did that <laughs> okay. because there's a there's a certain point that they showed that comes sooner so i was thinking uh, maybe we should talk about that first go right ahead i'm intrigued <laughs> so earlier uh, or uh, before we get the what shadow is alluding to uh, the end of this year we get a holiday item as we have in past years last year it was the battle ram uh one year it was Grandamir. one year it was the wind raider uh this year it's going to be point dread and talent fighter which i'm very excited about because that's one of my favorite things from the uh vintage toy line so um, and it comes with a, I guess, uh, Tila 2.0 is what yep. they're Filmation uh, calling it, yep. which is Filmation. Yep. Yeah. So th- I'm, uh, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm excited. I don't, I don't believe they have announced pricing on that yet, have they? I, if they have, I missed it. I don't think so. So my guess is it's got to be somewhere in the Battle Ram range or a little more. I would say a little more given I, its size. Yes. Um, and then, you know, then it comes with Tila, um, plus it being larger. Um, yeah. Well, the battle came with man at arms. True. I mean, uh, more so that it's, uh, it still comes with a figure and is bigger, I think is how I should have phrased. Okay. Uh, so phrase it. Yeah. So and I mean, probably somewhere in the 100 to $150 range. Yeah. I mean, they knew what they were doing, putting Tila with, you know, packaging her with that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, quite dread because I really want that Tila. Mm-hmm. So of course I'll have to buy the whole thing. And if I'm going to buy a Tila, uh, <laughs> that would be the one I want. So I'm kind of in the same situation. Whereas to be honest, if she, if it was some other figure packaged with that, that the figure packaged with it would probably always have been the catalyst as to whether or not I would buy Point Dread. Yeah. You guys, this you know- is a momentous episode. John said something nice about Tila. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wow. You know what? One thing. 
one thing that I'm sure is not coming with it, and uh, I wish it was. I wish uh, maybe they'll surprise us or something. I would. I really wish that it would come with a CD of a digitally remastered version of the record in the game with Point Dread back in the day. I think that would be very cool. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah, probably not going to happen. No. That would be funny. But it would be cool, though. <laughs> um, real quick, there were other things there in the like cabinet like perfuma and um wait 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 i didn't get to squeal loud enough okay Okay. (laughs) so katie obviously liked perfuma um i wish she would have come with like um like a hawaiian lay you know like you could have her and hordak dancing i'm Um, sure we can get someone to make some for that's true that'd probably be an easy thing um they showed snake armor he-man and you know, MY or 2000X King Hiss and Flying Fist. Which we already got. So oh. kind of weird, some of those. We already got they those. they had a lot of the ones. Yeah, that was earlier this year. This this is why I need to open up those brown boxes more often. Because <laughs> uh, yes. I was unaware that we had those ones already. Um, yep. So wait, but we do not have Flying Fist, He-Man, and... Um, Terror Claws. Terror Claws, Skeletor, correct? We do not. Okay, so see, so we don't have that one yet, and they showed those. Um, so also, yeah. the laser light figures. Oh, the laser light figures, and those looked really good, although oh, yeah. Skeletor's face, I'm not sure what was going on with that, but I still liked it, but it was different. Yeah. He looks like an he looked kind of similar to the original one. He, had that, he looked like he was sort of rotting. <laughs> oh, I feel bad. <laughs> he's very sick John <laughs> I don't feel well <laughs> so what I was alluding to earlier am I allowed to talk about that now yeah sure so they you know I referenced a mountain and while many of you might have thought it was Skydancer Mountain and the Crystal Castle was sitting on we're top, getting right? Skydancer Mountain <laughs> That would be amazing. Just the mountain, no crystal castle to put on top of it. That'll be in a separate sub. Um, they'll put Skydancer Mountain in Collector's Choice and uh, the actual crystal castle in the filmation sub. You see? Oh, that. that would be so mean. <laughs> but um, no, it was it was Snake Mountain in a large and in charge Snake Mountain <laughs> that was probably as tall as I am, and I'm you know short. But still, that would mean the castle short. is really tall. Yeah, um, massive. But uh, they did say at the panel that it, it will probably not be that tall or that you know large when they actually would release ah. it. Um, because my, I don't know where you would put it, given the fact that it dwarfs that the castle Grayskull that we got um, significantly. Um, they said it would not have a microphone, but they want to put a Bluetooth speaker in it so that you could, A, play music... <laughs> From Snake Mountain. Uh, or they would also have an app for, like, your iPhone. Or, I'm sure, that other company. Uh, and then... <laughs> that other company. <laughs> Rude. Um, that would change your voice and then broadcast it through uh, Snake Mountain. Uh, no price yet. Though I'm assuming it'll be significantly more than Castle Grayskull was. And um, they probably will have to do one of those like pre-order drive things um, for it like they did with the castle so that if it doesn't hit the cap, 
they won't be able to make it just because it'll be a fairly expensive piece. Well, let me uh, jump in. So uh, based on uh, uh, something that I saw on, I believe, one of Pixel Dan's videos when he was talking to a Mattel person doing the walkthrough, uh, they said that they are shooting for somewhere around the same price as Grayskull was. So it'll probably be the 300 or so range maybe it might be as much as 400 but i think they're going for that same general price range that's what i was thinking like it would be in the 300s you know more than grayskull but not unreasonable if you had purchased grayskull for its outrageous price anyway <laughs> right right <laughs> so I, I am so excited for this i want i i want it i really hope it fits in the display cabinet that i have built which i built to fit Castle Grayskull, so anything bigger than that. Taller would be okay, but if it's any wider, I'm going to have to build Snake Mountain its own private display case, which would be sad. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I would love to own it, but I have no idea where I would put it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd have to like leave it in a chair or something. <laughs> <laughs> don't sit there. Don't, don't, don't sit there. <laughs> move. Move. <laughs> be chaos. <laughs> No, I, I totally agree with you. My Castle Grayskull is currently in uh, my apartment. It's like um, hall closet type thing, which is where I put put my Christmas tree back in. And so my Christmas tree, it, I note it is almost August. My Christmas tree is still in my living room uh, <laughs> because I can't put it in the closet until I transport Castle Grayskull elsewhere for storage <laughs> you might as well just leave it out at this point well, that's what i was thinking yeah. i mean like i did leave out all my christmas cards so like oh there you are katie hi <laughs> um they're still hanging by the christmas tree <laughs> um so yeah you're right i mean like it is august i should probably just leave the christmas tree up at this point but uh <laughs> You're leaving Christmas trees up. You're not opening your brown boxes. What's going on? <laughs> no, I know. It's so sad. But I, I am on a mission because I was warned um, that I need to check my peekaboo, which arrived yesterday because some, some people got peekaboo with wonky eyes. Uh-oh. Like a, a droopy eye painted on. So I'm just curious. I mean, I'm not the type. I wouldn't send it back, to be honest. Um it's more trouble than it would be worth for me, but um, I would like to know if I have wonky eye peekaboo or not. So it's a I'll variant to, now. I'll have wonky to research that. <laughs> I'll have to research that, and I'll get back to you on our next episode. Well, y'all should be proud of me. So, not that I have room for Castle Grayskull or upcoming Snake Mountain, but I have made room now for more Human and Shira figures Thank to display goodness. because I had just that little shelf up here in. Part of the Rainbow Land Museum. I was going to say Rainbow Land Museum. Yes. Um, and there was just no more, more room. So I was having this, this stack of, like you said, a stack of brown boxes piling up, not getting opened. I stuck them in a closet and then I got even more. And it was I was like, oh, my God, I have to do something. Plus, there's new Rainbow Bright merchandise coming out. Um, some already has. More is coming out this fall and into next year. So I have to make room for those products as well. So... We kind of transformed half of the guest room to be more display area for non-Rainbow Bright stuff. So now I'm going to have plenty of room for all of my masters. And I'm really excited. I haven't put them up yet because I need, I don't know, We, I got to find like shelves to go in between shelves, if that makes sense. Because it's like those Billy bookcases from Ikea. Mm -hmm. 
But if you make the shelves just tall enough for the figures, then it's too dark in the back. You don't get to see the ones behind. So I want to get kind of a step thing to put in the back of the shelf so there's some higher than others. So if anybody has any suggestions for me, that would be great. Just send those right over. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hallmark owns Rainbow Bright, correct? They do. And Hallmark used to own Filmation, He-Man, and she And during that time, Hallmark never put out an ornament of He-Man or She-Ra. However, this year, there will be a He-Man in the Filmation-style Hallmark ornaments. It's next year, isn't it? I thought it was this year. It's next year? I'm pretty sure it's next year, because the ornaments already came out for this year. Next year, there will be a (laughs) He-Man ornament. So please buy that. So I am really excited about that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw the picture. I forget who sent me that. And I was yeah, I, I definitely squeed. That's going to be like, amazing. Finally. Yeah. Once I saw it, I was like, wait a minute. Why did they do Thundercats before He-Man? Yeah, that's BS. <laughs> Let's not talk about the Thundercats. They stole some of He-Man's thunder at the Maddie panel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually excited for Lionel. He looked awesome. The Mumra looked really cool, too. Yeah, oh, I really but I digress. Hmm. I'm getting a little bored with this conversation. <laughs> so there was one other Masters uh, reveal that I wanted to make sure we got in there too because I'm I'm a huge fan of uh, Lego and all of the ripoff companies that do the same thing um, like Mega Bloks and Creo and all that stuff. And uh, we are getting essentially a Lego Castle Grayskull, except it's Mega Bloks. And uh, I have built Castle Grayskull out of Legos many, many times through my childhood. And to have an official set is going to be amazing. And I plan on uh, drafting Shadow to come and visit uh, me and help me put it together. Well, it's interesting you said that because I have a different take on the putting together of Castle Grayskull. Any (laughs) fans that love Legos... And want to put the Lego set together for me. I will offer a monetary <laughs> reward so that I do not have to sit here and figure the thing out. Oh, it's really uh, Does that, that mean I need to draft someone else to? Uh, I'm to help thinking me probably big... because that's a lot of waiting for me, and that'll be really <laughs> taxing on my system to have to figure. I've never in my life put together a Lego set. Wow! It's never. It's fun. I always like kind of wanted to do like one of those castles, like a medieval, like King Arthur-y castle thing. And I just remember looking at it in the store and thinking, this would be very time consuming. <laughs> There's that. It's really fun. Whereas it I could just fun. buy a castle that's already put together. Aren't the Mega Bloks a little larger than Lego bricks? I think I, they used to be. I think they're, are they compatible now? Yeah, I, I think, think they're, they're com- com- Someone was telling me that at the convention because I was, that's what I had said too. Like, oh, well, aren't they like larger bricks? And they're like, oh, no, they're like the same size as Lego. And I was like, what? But they're called mega, mega yeah. blocks. I thought they were like, because I swear I had a tub of those when I was little and they were big. They were like for a little more like a toddler or something, right? Oh, yeah. There's another Duplo. Oh, that's they make what those. I was thinking of. See? My nephew has a ton of them. <laughs> I crossed bricks. <laughs> I believe Brett the Mega Blocks are now. Episode. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I, be- I believe the Mega Blocks are now compatible with Lego. Like you can mix and match. I believe. I don't hold me to that, but I think they are. They didn't used to be, but I think they are. They now. don't have their own store though. <laughs> no, Lego is definitely like that's the best brand, and I love Lego. But I will get this for Castle Grayskull. So 
Do you know how big it's going to be once it's assembled? It's not that big. At least in the cabinet there, it wasn't that big. Okay. Maybe that's a Castle Grayskull I could get then. Yeah. It could be a nice size. Yeah. Uh, I want one. I just... The other ones were just too big. They would take up too much space. So true. Although I still need to get another vintage one as well since mine disappeared. Still have no idea where it went, but yeah. I didn't steal it. <laughs> it also has, by the way, all of the the interior with the trap door and all the stuff like the vintage toy did is inside the Mega Bloks castle. I just have was to say, the, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no good. Which one was the commercial with the kittens? Was that the Mega Bloks or was that just Castle Grayskull in general? Oh, that he played at the panel. Yeah, I, I was confused at that entire sequence of the panel um, <laughs> with the cat commercial. Yeah, I that was, I, I think, just a lead in to Thundercats. OK, OK, oh, yeah, Leanne, I think you're that right went over my head completely. <laughs> <laughs> this is how not cat Thundercats fans Shadow and I are because I, yeah, I didn't make that connection either. <laughs> but I will say for Thundercats fans, those figures look great and like and it's cool that they're doing them in the same kind of scale and style as the Masters Classics because I feel like that does fit Thundercats. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, whereas like G.I. Joe, no. Speaking of which, if I may, I went to the video game panel for that toy chest video game where oh, you yeah. th- like He-Man and G.I. Joe is in it, which is weird, Mattel and Hasbro. Um, uh, <laughs> this would be like, you know, Barbie and the Rockers singing with Jen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the guy, the producer of the game, kept saying how like it was our childhood dream to like have GI Joes and like He Man like fight, and I was completely lost on this concept given the fact that GI Joe is like a good guy, so I don't think that He Man would necessarily be fighting them. But the He Man figures were so much larger than your regular GI Joe figures. Oh goodness, yes. They're like He Man would have just stomped on them. <laughs> but to that point. Whenever he asked the audience, like, could He-Man take on, like, the entire whatever? And everyone was like, yeah. And then he asked, and could Duke take on the blah, blah, blah? And everyone was like, no. (laughs) 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 So that made me feel good. I had absolutely no idea, FYI as well, like, the other um, properties that are in this game. Did you see the knockoff Rainbow Bright? Yeah, there was something oh my like God. some unicorn happy candy looking thing. <laughs> I forget what they named her. And like, but yeah, it's not, but it's like, obviously a knockoff. And people cheered for like, <laughs> I forget what it was called, like something's assassin or I don't know. But apparently people knew who that what that was and I didn't. So I'm a little out of touch. But uh, the game looked fun. Yeah, it does look pretty fun, actually. It looked fun. Um, So there you go. There's that. <laughs> those those were FYI the only two panels I went to for the entire Comic Con. Wow. Um, Although I don't blame you, the lines are ridiculous I these hate days. Waiting in line, I just I hate it. I can't. It's it's too much. It's <laughs> just too much. Um, but kudos to everyone else who waited in line. Did you mention the Dare figure? No. <laughs> 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 I didn't know if that was on purpose or not. I kind of liked it. it. It looked like it could have been like an outfit for a new Adventures He-Man that could have worked. Yeah, that's what he looks like to me. Yeah. Um, 
what I like about it is is that we have that god awful Standor Stan Lee figure that Stan Lee has absolutely nothing to do with Masters of the Universe, and yeah. um, at least with Dare, it's kind of it's kind of a nod to Lou Scheimer since it's based on the concept art that was in the Hero Son of He Man Lou Scheimer Bible. Um, yeah. So I find that kind of cool. Um, that's like my justification for its existence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I kind of like and I'm, it. I'm always excited about new characters being introduced. So I think, I think it's fun to have a, have something we not had before. So but, uh, Martin, do you think you like it? Cause it is kind of very new adventure looking. Um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I actually recognized him from looking at that Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thought, oh, I know that guy. Uh, yeah. Um, I, like I don't remember him wearing tapes. that armor, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm always happy to get new things that we haven't seen before. He's not the most exciting figure, <laughs> but um, yeah. I'm happy to get new stuff. I like having new stuff. Sweet deal. Well, we're getting lots of other new stuff, so if I should go down like a little list. Yeah, go for it. So Mondo is releasing one one sixth is that how you say that like one sixth scale one sixth yeah yep. scale figures so they're going to be like uh, larger figures um and they're going to be expensive i believe because someone was telling me like their ninja turtle ones are like over a hundred dollars or something um really? so fyi your pocketbooks <laughs> uh, <laughs> they were also selling a he-man and skeletor prints for 65 dollars each at their booth and while the print looked okay i'm it's not worth $65. No offense, Mondo. I'm sure I'm going to love your 1-6 scale figures. Um, that is a lot for a print. But it was a lot for a print. Um, they showed the what I call the overpriced He-Man Battle Cat mixed media statue, which looks amazing. But again, I think if you add it up, it's like $900. Um, yeah. wow. I just I cannot drop $900 uh, or justify that. And believe me, as many of you know, I make outrageous purchases from time to time. Um <laughs> I think Leanne knows about one that I made that'll <laughs> happen in November that was Indeed. way more than nine hundred dollars. Uh, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> uh, which we can I can tell you about after the show. Doesn't need to be on the show. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't think I will get that. But kudos to any of you who do. It looked fantastic. Yeah, it does look really nice. Yeah, and I want the print. Amen's print is amazing. Oh yes, like the print based off of the design of the uh, the two statues. Correct is the one you're talking yes. about. Yeah. Oh yeah, that looked really good. If I could just buy that separately for less than nine hundred dollars, I probably would. <laughs> but like, yeah, I can't I'm happy drop that with much. Just either. the print, just a picture of it. There. Yeah. That's all I need. That's all I need. <laughs> um. There's also what they showed at the sideshow booth, where those full size like new interpretations of of He-Man and Skeletor uh, that were statues. I wasn't a fan, excuse me, of the He-Man one because it. I you you look at it and I feel like you question if it's He-Man. Um, yeah. And I I believe they said that there are are at the Maddie panel they said there are still notes that went out on both of the statues. Um, but I will give them props on the Skeletor one because it looks like Skeletor at least when I look at it, and his belt has Hordak's face in the middle of the belt and that i thought was obviously a great touch uh (laughs) so probably won't buy them myself because again i know sideshow does beautiful work but those 
uh, are very expensive and I have absolutely no room uh, to put these and it would just end up in storage. So I tend to focus on the, the figures yeah. myself. But uh, then there are also busts from Tweeterhead, She-Ra, He-Man, Skeletor, Beastman, Evelyn, Tila. These are not Filmation. Um, not nest. They're they're more like kind of mini comicy general looks of the characters. Um, I think they look good. Um, like to me, like like Shira looks good, but it's not Shira because it's not like filmationy enough for me. Doesn't mean it's not. Yeah, she Shira. looks a little older. She's a more mature Shira. I like that. Yeah, that's how I would. She say looks it. like more maternal when I look at her. It's not a bad thing. I think she looks beautiful. But yeah, I would say she looks more mature. Yeah, as well. like the Skeletor is like a throwback to like the earlier uh, mini comics. Uh, look mm-hmm. of Skeletor, so that's kind of cool. Um, so it's just it's just amazing though to me of oh, like really this year like the amount of merchandising that's going on, yeah, and keeping kind of He Man's name out there as we patiently await for our live action movie to happen. Yeah, I think we're gonna keep waiting. <laughs> I still yeah. have no faith. I know they keep talking about it, but I have no faith that it's ever gonna happen. Well, they threw out the most recent script again and then they are gonna have a new one i believe in august uh they said so at least I, they keep trying yeah i guess it's good that they're not just accepting the first thing that comes across yeah death. like i think they're actually putting a lot of thought into this and with something like he-man we might not realize it's like there's probably a whole debate like what type of tone do you make a he-man movie does it need to be like lord of the rings or does it need to be more kind of fun like the avengers um is there a happy medium in between does there need to be humor do we have to take out the humor is battle cat allowed to talk or is he not allowed to talk i also think that uh he-man in particular compared to like all the other 80s cartoon adaptions we've had like teenage mutant ninja turtles and gi joe and transformers they've got to create a whole new world for it mm-hmm. they can't just like, I guess it was I don't think that Ninja Turtles movie was that bad but it was, I imagine it was very easy to, <laughs> I all they needed to do was like the CG Turtles and that was it they yeah. were done. <laughs> but again it's like you're right it's like Turtles are in New York City G.I. Joe was on Earth Transformers on Earth He-Man is more of an expansive universe that's why I watched that Thor movie well I tried to watch it I got halfway through um, I was like, oh my gosh, this is just like the 1987 movie. It's like fish out of water. Like, yeah. I, like Thor's, you know, in his like God world for a little bit. And then he ends up on Earth. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, same kind of concept. Although I think we've said this before. Too bad that Thor guy is Thor because he would have made a great teammate. Right. Yeah, he would. <laughs> Agreed. Although he has a younger brother. So maybe that could, you know, he can steal his thunder and <laughs> come Oh, his thunder. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Is that an intentional joke? Oh, maybe not. Does Thor use thunder? I thought he has a he hammer. He does. Okay. Does he control like the thunder with the hammer? I think so. Literally, I saw the second Avengers <laughs> movie. I didn't see the first one, so I wasn't really sure what was going on. Uh, <laughs> but I don't even think I paid attention enough to know what Thor was doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I knew he had a hammer. Good job. And You're very observant. <laughs> and, and only that weird spacey looking dude could also pick up the hammer right vision yeah him i love vision he picked up oh yeah he picked up the hammer 
and like they they were allowed to have those two mutants right in there even though they were x-men people rights issues wasn't there a yeah rights yeah there are rights issues and I mean, like, you know, I'm going to go see that new X or Power Rangers. Oh, X-Men movie. I was kick. I loved it. How that was like all over Facebook the other day. <laughs> yeah. I must have. He said that. he'd be back. He'd, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Oh, <laughs> um, OK. So any is there anything else we want to cover from San Diego? What about the mini comic? Oh, the mini comic book, which we should always have on our radar, given the fact that Leanne and I worked on the mini comic book. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, Leanne and I were hired to redraw uh, the mini comics because I am a very good artist. You just got to because <laughs> <laughs> we could they couldn't get the rights to like the originals, so like painstakingly every night, Leanne and I were there like redrawing every panel. <laughs> Mine look a little like stick figures, um, <laughs> so please don't hold that against them. <laughs> but no like it's Casey gonna it's version. gonna be every single mini comic fully restored Yay! in one book that's gonna be amazing i think everyone's gonna like it just because it'll be that go-to place you can just read them all yeah and we spent like a couple months straight was it oh yeah John? i mean we were like that's all like rod uh worked on them with me and John and Val and we just spent uh, we restored everything I mean we to make them look nice and crisp and you know as close to the print version as possible and a lot of work and love went into this yeah it wasn't like a oh let's scan them in run an auto filter on them and uh, you know make a book (laughs) nice (laughs) A lot of time and effort, so I think everyone uh, will appreciate it. And hopefully this will continue to lead to more uh, He-Man stuff from Dark Horse, because we already had the fantastic art book that was released already, that hardback book. Um, And now the mini-comic collection book is coming. Um, So who knows what else could be on the radar? (laughs) And let me just jump in really quickly with the art book. I was on the fence for a long time about getting the art book. It was a little bit expensive, and I thought, no, it's a bunch of art that I can't look at. So uh, didn't uh, check that out for quite some time. Had a chance uh, about a week ago to start going through it with the sighted person. And it's not just all artwork. There is a lot of information, interviews, uh, little bits of history written out um, in addition to all the artwork. So definitely check it out. It's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. And the same thing with the mini comic book. There's interviews, information, probably some things in there that you wouldn't necessarily have expected or thought was going to be in there. Um, so I think everyone will be quite impressed uh, with the mini comic uh, collection. I know yeah, I would be you, regardless as if I helped on it or not. Yeah. And I mean, it was definitely like a team effort. Oh yeah. On this, this whole book, you know, putting together the interviews and y'all did that, I believe. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, you know, and then we had people who donated their, uh, mini comics to be scanned so we could restore them. Um, so, I mean, it was, it was a, a big team effort. It was, it's really nice. Sweet. So all of you better buy it or I'm judging you. Uh, <laughs> I believe I've already pre-ordered it, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm about. very excited. Yeah. So, yeah. 
So what order are they going to be in? Is it like in the order they were released with the figures? Oh, good question. Um, that would be uh, more of a Val question. Yeah, I'm not sure about <laughs> yeah, that. Sure. How? Another um, question. How big is it going to be? <laughs> I, they're a little. They're going to be bigger than like the the size of the mini comic. I think, right, Leanne? Uh, yeah, they're going to be bigger. Yeah, they'll be bigger. I want to say the size will be comparable to the art book. Oh. I want to awesome. say, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, don't quote us or get mad when you receive the book. And <laughs> you lied to me! <laughs> I'm sending it back! <laughs> Hopefully you don't have to pay customs on it. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you want no refund on the the queen's pounds <laughs> no international distributors of of that book i think gonna be over here. they're worth the art book so i should be good <laughs> oh sweet awesome sweet deal sweet deal yeah um yeah i actually saw lots of random people in he-man t-shirts too at comic-con that i did not recognize um you know visually as a a, a fan i had met before uh, like from the he-man.org uh, boards or anything. So mm-hmm. I thought that was cool that like just like random people. <laughs> yeah. That, that may or may not be on the boards. I don't know. But like, you know, I was kind of thinking it more of just like random people uh, repping the brand. Uh, so that was that was really cool. I always try to say like, yeah, he-man. Um, and I was <laughs> on a work call at work, um, obviously, <laughs> uh, <laughs> on Friday, uh, yesterday. And um I was, I had to, uh, we were fixing an integration with the system that I run. But anyway, I had to share my screen so we could show me like all these like settings I had to change on my side of the system. Um, and I have dual monitors and um, it didn't, whatever we were using, didn't let me like select the window that I wanted to share. Um, so when he gave me screen sharing permissions, I said, oh, okay, can you see the, the window? And he said, no, I see He-Man. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I knew who it was. Uh, my background is a um, like one of those pa- the, like the painting of uh, Battle Armor He Man on on Battle Cat. Um, so I was like, oh sweet, he like he knew it was He Man. It's still in people's minds. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Hey, uh, speaking of that, along the same line, something that uh, everyone might want to check out. There is a podcast uh on the five by five podcast network uh called cash's corner and uh dan benjamin who is uh, sort of the main host over there and he's kind of the guy that runs the five by five network um has started a new show this year uh it's called cash's corner and it's uh, him and his son his son's seven years old and uh in each episode they're up to episode five now in each episode, he introduces uh, his son to something that he enjoyed growing up. And in episode four, he introduced him to the old Filmation He-Man cartoon. And his son absolutely uh, loved it. And uh, he got mentions in both episode four and five. Uh, episode five, I guess he showed him something called Battle of the Planets, and, which I have no idea what that is. And uh, his son was like, ah, it's okay. It's kind of boring. Blah, blah, blah. But He-Man gets eight double thumbs up. So, uh, so you might want to check them out. They talk quite a bit about uh, about He-Man, especially in episode four. And uh, if you uh, want to hear a, a seven-year-old's reaction to the cartoon we all grew up with, um, you should check that out. It was a lot of fun to listen to. Awesome. Well, that reminds me of a complaint that I've had for the last, what, two, three years at least, 
why, with all of this merchandise, are they still not making any for kids? <laughs> They'll make $900 statues, but they won't put some freaking figures in Toys R Us? Come on. I mean, all of the episodes are available like on Hulu, right? Am I correct about that? I yeah. think Netflix had them for a while yeah, as Netflix well. I, I know like they my, are accessible. Kids can my, watch my, it. My sister's uh, nephew, uh, who is, I think, six now or maybe seven, um, he's gotten in hugely into the Humad stuff over the last two or three years. And uh, they were buying him some of the stuff off of Madden Collector just so he would have something. And that was difficult because they, they get expensive for, yeah. for toys yeah, that they're going to give so, to a kid. So. It's so adult driven now for a collector's market. It really is. And that's it's great for some collectors, but it's. We're missing a huge opportunity here, I believe, to I, pass it on to the next generation. I think, too, if you think about it, I think the, the companies today, they don't know how to gauge that. Like, they don't know how to gauge that, let's say, like a ton of, you know, uh, kids like ages, I don't know, f four to eight or something are watching like He-Man and She-Ra on Netflix or Hulu um, and would buy like some, you know, maybe like cheaper dumbed down toys uh, well they have the data of how many people are buying masters of the universe classics they know the age group generally that that is they know these people are having kids now or a lot of them mm -hmm. that to me should be all the data they need maybe maybe in the marketing world it's not but obviously there's huge interest if they're making 900 dollars items and people are buying them or that uh, battle cat trophy head statue thing that was like thousands of dollars not that they made many of them but still they're making these high price items if those are getting bought then absolutely there are children those same people are influencing whether it be nieces nephews kids cousins whatever that they would also want to influence with stuff they can play with yeah, and vintage toys are just going to fall apart if they give them those. It is weird because if you think about it, like most stuff like, yeah, it's like they don't really have any type of merchandise for kids out for things like that, like that are in reruns. It's like it's like they feel like the only time they can do that is when they have a new thing and then like new products based on that. Yeah. Or, which or I they think try is to incorrect. like like at least with like things like so like turtles they really didn't change ninja turtles that much but then like look at something like gem and the holograms who's getting a movie that is like not <laughs> gem and the holograms yeah. oh my god uh, given the fact started. that i just like i know i had seen the trailer but i actually like paid attention uh, to the trailer i saw that minions movie the other day and it was before me too the minions movie but um, oh my god did you also go it's earth to echo too did uh, you see the little robot dude Oh, yes, which is like now Synergy is like a little robot that that looks just like the robot in Earth to Echo. Oh, hmm. Um, almost identical. Hmm. Like it's pinkish instead of blue light, but it's uh -huh. almost identical. I was like, what? That's such a ripoff. But yeah, <laughs> I, I like Earth to Echo. That's a really good movie. I was anyway. definitely highly confused yeah. um, at the the gem trailer. Um but like, okay, I, I know I compare a lot of things to Rainbow Bright, but this fall they're coming out with classic style dolls of Rainbow Bright. Mm -hmm. Now they did have a very short mini series reboot last fall that was available online only, and it was updated Rainbow Bright. It wasn't just the same old episodes or the same old art style. It was a new style. Um, I'm still not quite sure how well it went over, but the fact that they have not continued it 
kind of says something uh, to me at this point. But the dolls are all going to be classic original style. And one of them is like a reproduction, basically, of the old 80s Rainbow Bright doll, the big one, the 18 inch doll. So people who grew up with this are seeing this now and going, oh, my God, I'm absolutely getting this for my kid or for my nephew or for whoever. And the little itty bitties, which is another line they do. They've got like Star Wars itty bitties and Muppets and Wizard of Oz. They do all these different properties in this little four inch plush beanie baby type thing. Um, But yeah, they're doing those in classic Rainbow Bright style. There's going to be a new Rainbow Bright book in the old art style. Um, There's going to be like the horse starlight and other twink. So and then there's other stuff they haven't even announced yet. So they're. Absolutely going back to the old style, the original that everybody knew and loved so that people can pass it on to the next generation, even without a new cartoon to watch with it. I mean, they did have the, the miniseries, like I said, but I think more people are showing their kids the original episodes that are all up on YouTube um, and the kids are loving it. I see every day people saying, oh, yeah, I put on Star Stealer for my kid and they absolutely loved it. So it's, I think the same thing. They're watching the old He-Man episodes. They're going, oh, my God, this is great. But they don't have anything to play with. Yeah. Give them something to play with. Sorry. <laughs> and I don't even have kids. I'm just. <laughs> it makes me angry. <sighs> Maybe one year. Maybe. This is like you said, too. It's like they tried with, you know, the 2000X. I didn't feel like those toys, while they look beautiful, they didn't really have much playability like the old toys did. Um, mm-hmm. Again, though, it's like it's that updated style. Um like they feel like they can't really do things unless it's a new media push which mm. you know a movie would give us at least yeah um but if they wait around for that it's, <laughs> the kids are gonna be 15 and then they won't care anymore that's true they'll be moving on to other things like snapchat and whatnot that the little kids <laughs> get into today rockets yeah, like, robots. now <laughs> now is the time when our generation are having young children you know the age group that he-man was targeted for in the first place mm-hmm. if they wait another five ten years it's going to be the 90s kids and the double o's kids whatever that are going to be watching cartoons and buying merchandise and they're going to have no interest in he-man because they didn't grow up with it yeah or their parents didn't grow up with it i mean that's true so they better get on the ball <laughs> let's hope yes we can only hope <laughs> well um does anyone else have anything to add from our uh, adventures at Comic-Con and all this new He-Man stuff that's out? Well, I we should not, mention I... the Fall of Grayskull fan film oh, that's yes. coming out this year. Yes. Our good friend, Daniel Benedict, who is amazingly talented and just a hilarious, awesome, down-to-earth guy. Um, he's been working on this, I guess, since last year. He did a Kickstarter for Fall of Grayskull and made the goal, um, I think surpassed it by a bit. And for the past, I guess, about a year now, he's been working on it. And he like hired actors. They did costumes. It's from all the trailers I've seen so far. It looks amazing. So that's coming out this fall, I believe. He's going to premiere it at the, is it called Grayskull Con in Germany? I think so, yes. Yeah. He's going to premiere it there. And then he's going to start doing some U.S. Um, rollouts in theaters uh, I think October. There's going to be one in Kentucky, and then later he's doing one in Chicago. I forget past that. I'm sure he's going to be keeping everybody updated. So if you go to like Fall of Grayskull on Facebook or uh, YouTube, 
you can see the updates that he's putting out. But you should definitely check that out if you have not yet. I think it's going to be amazing. I'm really excited about it. Um, and then also, playing off of that a little bit, um, John Carroll, who also made some He-Man fan films a few years back and is still working on the third of the trilogy, um, he made The Wizard of Stone Mountain, The Fountain of Life, and now he's working on The Trials of Dark Smoke. Um, and I think I'm in Trials of Dark Smoke. Nice! <laughs> really? So he's hoping to have that one finished editing this year. He already shot it, but he's still in the process of editing it. So he's hoping that's going to be out um, this summer or this fall as well. So also keep your eyes open for that. And he's filming a documentary called Playtime Masters, which is interviewing fans of He-Man and She-Ra about their childhood memories and why they fell in love with the property back then, why they still like it today, that kind of thing. So if you are a big Masters of the Universe, Princess of Power fan and want to be interviewed, you can go to Playtime Masters on Facebook. There's probably other places to contact him. That's the one right at the top of my head. Um, And let him know you're interested. Let him know where you live because he's going to be traveling around. So he may be able to... um, to interview you for the documentary. He actually interviewed me and my brother a couple weeks ago. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> we like pulled out some figures and played with them and yeah, it was great fun. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Would this be a good time to do my little plug, Mr. Shadow? Oh, well, if you want to go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so I just wanted to uh, let everyone know, if you don't uh, already know, I uh, had my first novel published last year. It's called Haven Lost, and uh, that is available on uh, Kindle and iBooks and Nook and uh, in paperback from Amazon. So if you want to check that out, it's a it's an epic fantasy series. It's book one, and uh, it will also be available on uh, audible.com in audio form uh, toward the end of the summer, probably uh, end of August, early September. So uh, check it out. If you like uh, master stuff, you probably have a good chance of liking uh, Haven Lost. So check it out. Dragonsbrood.net, and maybe Shadow can put a link in the show notes to the website for the series. Maybe, if you're nice. (laughs) Well-behaved. Excellent. Awesome. I'm very happy for you, Josh, by the way. Thank you. So please read it. Everyone read it and give me good reviews so that I can keep keep writing the series. So check it out. That was a horn. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? There was one more Masters thing we didn't talk about that was kind of a big deal. Is it since we forgot about it? No. <laughs> well, it, we, we forgot about it because it's been a while since we did a show, but we got a filmation soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, all remastered from Lola Land Records. I don't know if they've got any left. I would assume not by now. But I, actually, uh, I, unfortunately, I don't think it's sold out. Okay. Well, great. Then uh, go get a copy from LolaLandRecords.com. It is fantastic. It really is. It sounds yeah. so crisp and just beautiful. Actually, Rod and I were listening to the soundtrack while we were restoring some of the mini comics. So that was awesome. Nice. Oh, perfect music to work to. I thought I should yeah. have thought of that. Absolutely. I'm actually not finding it on their website right now. Oh, well, maybe it is sold out. Hmm. I see from the film 
but not the cartoon series. Um, it is still available. Um, it is twenty four ninety eight. Why is my search not working? What's the name of it? Um, He Man and the Masters of the Universe. Yeah, I searched for He Man and Masters, and it did not come up. Oh, they, I I did a Google site. search for La La Land He Man, oh. and that came up. <laughs> uh, maybe their search on their website doesn't like like that He Man has a dash or something. But it should come up under Masters. They need to fix That's that. That's true. It does not come up under Masters. <laughs> Um, well, that might be why it hasn't sold out yet. <laughs> so. yeah. Actually, yeah. Um, well, if you if you click on home on their homepage, it's listed there under featured releases. The second like line of images, you'll see the the picture of He Man. Ah, uh, yes, you're correct. Um, Check it out. It sounds fantastic. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, I was loving all the reveals that Busta Tunes has been, you know, James E. Talk has been doing on YouTube of the He-Man music um, under the official He-Man channel, I guess it's called. Yeah, because if you go to that one, he's done a lot of the She-Ra music, too, that is not on this CD. Good point. Very good point. Hopefully we will get a She-Ra CD. That would be amazing. I hope so. I mean, I'm just, the music is so similar to of both properties that I would be fine if they did, like, a He-Man volume 2 that had, like, He-Man tracks and She-Ra tracks. Perfectly yeah. fine with me. Um, uh, type deal. So uh, definitely into getting more. All right. Are we done? I think we might be. Yeah. Well, that happens. Every, every <laughs> all good things must come to an end. <laughs> Except Mass Weaver's classics, apparently. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yes. Well, they, they joked know. about that at the yeah. panel, actually, that, you know, last year it was like, oh, the line is coming to an end. And then this year they're like, yeah, not really. <laughs> so. Now Jerks. it's collector's choice. Toying with our emotions. Though I will say that there were rumors last year that it's like it wasn't actually ending. It was kind of going to be rebranded. So, like, uh. in a way, it kind of makes sense. Like, they didn't change the packaging, really, except putting collector's choice on it for the those. But, like, the filmation yeah. stuff has completely different and may i say beautiful uh packaging uh which what does it look like shadow tell us for those who haven't seen it and for me who can't what does it look like so for me who only saw it briefly during mattel's slideshow um i'm trying to remember (laughs) it was very filmation-y i think it had like castle grayskull and it had the you know he-man and the masters of the universe uh logo on it i want to say it was more of like a box type i don't know don't listen to me go watch go to pixel-dan.com everyone and find the maddie panel and watch it yeah and it was that, a fun time this way it'll be a nice reveal for you and and pixel dan has the walkthroughs uh with all the toys and like snake mountain and the mega blocks castle grayskull um so you can see all of the he-man stuff uh that was a pixel dan plug for you <laughs> <laughs> he deserves all of them. He's yes. amazing. He waited in line for three hours with me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, thanks for listening uh, to Masters Cast, uh, which almost has hit 10 years, if I'm correct. Right, Katie? You are just three more correct. months. Oh, my, my God. <laughs> We're so old. <laughs> <laughs> we are mature. <laughs> mature. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Um, anyway, I'm John Callis, also known as The Shadow. I'm Katie Carty-Hiley, also known as Rainbow Bright. 
I am Martin Penny, also known as Wacky Martin. I am the antenna, also known as Stratosmacker. I am Josh the Lion Court, also known as Lion Court. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Good Could you get to start beatboxing now? <laughs> yeah, mm, po- po- power, great skull, the master's power, p- 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 power. 